0: Six-man, Six-man, Deion Beimst. Six-man, Six-man, Deion six, 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 I'm undefeated, six, never six, lost. Six-buzz. Six-buzz, you're a buck team,
1: IG. Welcome back to Six-Man Radio, I am your host, David Sanchez, and with me as always is Brandon Angelo. Brandon, how we done?
0: Yep, yep
2: Um Doing good. We're on like a, what, two to three week layoff now? We've had a little bit of a break and we're back better than ever. back Are we better than ever?
1: um i believe so are you not i don't know i can't tell how i'm feeling i'm tired i just played like four games of basketball right before this
2: all i know is we went on a three-week break Mourinho still has a job so i'm a happy man because i love the chaos we're not even talking about that
1: well let's get right into it uh joining us on the phone is our resident chicago sports uh uh fan and our deep dish pizza expert max shanker max you with us here yeah, how you doing, David? Max, how are we doing? Brandon, this is my friend Max from home. What up, Max?
0: How's it, Brandon?
1: Nice to meet you. Well, uh, Max, before we get into uh, the uh, Bears-Rams game, which is game of the week uh, on Sunday, uh, I just wanted to let you know that Brock Osweiler beat the Bears at home. Len, you know.
0: And I uh, just want to let you know that Cleo Mac was hurt, and it was 110 degrees on the field, so I'm over that. You
2: know. Sounds like excuses to me.
0: Sounds like, what was that, week five? Week five? What was that? Yeah, made. something
2: like that. Yeah,
1: because we went three and zero, then three and two, then we got back on the on the win sheet against no, the Bears.
0: No, is, be that, that isn't the biggest Bears concern though. They have four they have four losses here, and three of them on the road. One to the Dolphins, and one to the three and eight Giants. So that
1: I'll cut that you some bad. slack on the loss to the Giants. Let's chase the You know, it's always hard to win with a backup in this league.
0: I mean, I still think a three and eight team. I still think you should take care of business. You know, what I mean, if you're a legit Super Bowl contender.
1: Yeah, I, I oh, would man. say the Bears are a legit Super Bowl contender. But you were playing. You know, the Giants are what three and eight, but they still have a very talented team with Saquon and Odell. If you know, if you like and get the proper protection, then it's really even game. Uh, but let's uh, let's get into it. Rams Bears Sunday Chicago. What are, what are your thoughts on this game so far?
0: Well, I'm feeling very confident about this game. Number one reason why is because they've played in L.A. all year. They're going to Chicago. Once It's going to be 21 degrees kickoff time. I don't think Jerry Groff has ever played in a game this cold in his life. I think he's going to fold in the cold and the Bears are just going to dominate defensively and just win this game like 28 to like 10. She yeah, complete domination.
1: That's bold. As a My, as a Miami fan, I do know the the importance of a weather advantage, but uh, what's
2: big and is that bare Mich- weather is different. That's, that's oh, the d- 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 polar opposites.
1: What's important is that Mr. Bisky's coming back. You know, he's completing sixty five percent of his throws. He has twenty touchdowns and nine interceptions on the year, which isn't amazing, but it's a vast improvement to what he was last year. Obviously, uh, hey, you, you got you, you can't
0: forget the running the running back too
1: as well. Oh yeah, you guys you guys have kind of like a. Like a like a knockdown version of Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara with Toriko and Jordan. No, Hurd. I'm talking about I'm
0: talking about with Trubisky. He was leading the he was leading the NFL in quarterback rushing yards until he got
1: hurt. How many do you know off the top of your head? How many rushing touchdowns he has? Because I know he has quite a few. I'll look it up real quick.
0: Hold on, I got my computer in
1: front of me. Uh, while you're looking it up, I will explain. Uh, Mr. Trubisky coming back is huge because obviously, she said he changes the whole dynamic of the team. Uh, he does offer that dual threat, and uh, Matt Nagy has made has made the whole difference for him this year. Let's be honest. Um, me and you always get in arguments about the skill players on the team. Well, I don't think they're amazing. I think they're good enough. I love Tariq Cohen. He just kind of—he's one of the best uh, catching backs in the league. Uh, Trey Burton's versatility is amazing, and uh, I believe uh, Miller's an, uh, leading the team in receptions. So you guys got the skill. You guys obviously have the defense. Khalil Mack's been an absolute monster. I think he's leading the team with nine sacks. Kyle Fuller's second in the league uh, with six interceptions. So you guys got the whole package. Um, the I guess the biggest he concern. Has
0: three, three Russian touchdowns by the way. Three,
1: t- three Okay, three. so he has uh, 23 overall touchdowns of the uh, on the year. Uh, you guys, I mean, so you predicted what a 28 to 10 win?
0: Yeah, I'm predicting 28 to 10 blowout. Fans throwing snowballs on the field in celebration. It's gonna be amazing.
1: Well, this is the. I would say the third, the third big, the third big game you've had this year. Obviously, you know, playing the Packers uh, opening week, and then beating the Vikings on uh, Sunday um, night. Well,
0: I don't, I don't remember week one, so I, I, I only
1: remember the last two. Yeah, no worries. Well, you guys see, well, you should have beat, you should have beat the Packers. Aaron Rodgers was out half the game, but you did have that big statement win with the Vic, against the Vikings, which kind of put you guys on the map. Uh, with a win this week, as you're predicting, how would you stack up the Bears against the other NFC opponents in the playoffs?
0: I mean, I think we're like I think so. I think the Rams and Saints are one A, one B, right? I disagree
1: with you. I think I think it's I think it's Saints on their own level. Even though the Rams have a better record, I still think the Saints are a better football team. I have the Rams above the Saints, honestly. You could interchange them. I just believe the Saints are. I think. Well, I
0: mean, whatever. They're very, there's a very small margin in between those two teams, right? Uh,
1: yes.
0: They're, yeah. It's like a, it'd be a, it'd be a, it'd be a two point spread, whatever team on, on a neutral field with those two teams. You know what I
1: mean? Uh, I agree with you.
0: So I just think those two teams are in a league of their own, and I really do think the Bears are the next level up from them. I think they're they're the third biggest contender in the NFC. Wow. And it's gonna. And it's going to come down to if Chicago can go to L.A. or go to New Orleans and win a road playoff game. And I, and as of now, I'm not convinced. And I don't think this game on Sunday really tells us anything because it's in it's in Chicago. And we've seen them win a big game in Chicago. So, I mean, it's going to be exciting to see them win, which they will win, but I don't think it really tells us much about them playoff time because they haven't proved they can win a road game yet.
1: That's true. Uh, as you saw when the rams got to the saints you know the, the end score was very close but at halftime they were absolutely blowing them out uh the, the vegas has the line at bears plus 3 i think that's just about right i think it is going to be it is going to be a field goal game i don't think it's going to be 28 to 10 maybe that's just your bias uh, your chicago bias um but i'm telling you if if the bears if the bears can win in la or excuse me in chicago against la i i definitely have them winning I think definitely I just, definitely, I just, definitely winning a play, definitely winning the playoff oh uh, the first playoff game but and then who knows coin flip to get them into the the NFC championship do
0: you, do you think Dallas is legit or no absolutely
1: Are not
2: absolutely not I hate I, Dallas I think, they're the biggest frauds just, out there right now
1: Dallas can only win and and I know this gets said a lot in the media they can only win one way cuz it's true if you have a very limited quarter, quarterback and you can only win with uh your running game gets going early, and then your defense is making stops. It's not sustainable uh they have been on a run, and you know the win against New Orleans was impressive, but i'm i I'm still not buying in the Dallas. There's no way Mm-mm. and you know what I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles beat them this sunday that changes that that changes the whole dynamic of the of the playoff picture because then they have uh, equal records The Eagles do have much harder schedule. I think they do have to play l a i no they still play the Rams after that, but I'm telling you, man. The Dallas, they, I don't trust them at all. That, that, that's,
0: that's in Dallas, right? That's in Dallas this week?
1: Yes, it is because, uh, yeah, the, the Cowboys yeah. did beat the Eagles in Philly. Yeah, I mean, I don't
0: know. I think game can go either way this weekend. That's
1: interesting. Um, besides, okay, so let me ask you this before we go. You already said the Saints and the Rams are 1A, 1B. You would have the Bears uh, right after them. Who is the biggest threat to Chicago outside of those top two?
0: I mean, I think the biggest threat to all three of those teams would be and is the Seattle Seahawks. I think they are like the number one sleeper team that no one's really talking about, but they still have Pete Carroll and they still have Russell Wilson.
1: I like that. Seattle's kind of changed their brand um, over the last couple of years. They're kind of when they went back to the run. They're not uh, relying on Russell Wilson a little bit less. Defense isn't as good, but they their have running a g- game. Yeah, Chris Carson and Mike Davis and you know they they did do a running. Uh, uh, they have a backfield by committee, so they got Rashad Penny, Chris, uh, Chris Carson, and uh, Mike Davis. So they, I like what they're doing there. Russell Wilson is still top five quarterback in the league, so I do think you're right. Seattle, uh... you think he's
0: top five?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, Russell Wilson's the top five quarterback in this league. Huh? Of course. I don't know about that.
0: So, yeah, I'm just trying to think of five on top of my head real quick. Do you have Mahomes, Brady, Rodgers?
1: If we're doing even off this year, I don't even think Brady. Rivers. Yeah, I would still
0: Rivers. put Brady, above him.
2: them. I wouldn't.
0: I put Ben Osberg. I put
2: Ben, ben over. I don't know about that one. I hate that dude. Actually, I don't know about
0: that one either.
2: To be honest. I definitely think
1: you have to have Russell Wilson in the conversation. Andrew Luck.
0: Breeze, Breeze.
1: Breeze. Breeze. This year is having an MVP year. Not just this year. Yes, I know. But Breeze has been a model of consistency his whole year, his whole life, his career. I was. I mean, listen. Top five's a stretch. If, if you don't, if, if you don't have, like if you don't have him in the top five, he should be in the conversation. Absolutely. I don't have the numbers in front of me to prove or to back up my argument. But over the past couple of years, he dragged Seattle of a really bad situation.
0: Do you think uh, – I have another top five debate real quick. Do you think Drew Brees is a top five quarterback of all time?
1: No. I think I there's think too many – well, I know I, I know the numbers. I know, like, listen, I know he's thrown for over 5,000 yards, more than anyone – any other quarterback in history combined. You can't go seven to nine in the prime of your career back-to-back.
0: I, I think if he wins the Super Bowl, he's top five. It's not, it's now or never. Oh, I mean, so listen, he wins his the cement, his year, cement's not everything.
1: his cement's not dry. So I'll give him that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Especially if, if he wins, wins, especially if he wins the MVP this year and a Super Bowl. I think there's no debate. He's the top five. Yeah, but, but
0: it's this year. It's this year. You know what I mean? It's, it's like put up or shut up.
1: Hmm.
0: Never had a better team. Well, who would you?
1: Win. Who's your top five quarterbacks of all time? I think there's obvious. LA, you have to have Brady, L.A.,
0: Rogers, Brady,
1: Marina. Montana, Manning,
0: no, not Marino M- and Manning.
1: Hmm. That's fair. Yeah. Manning,
0: Brady, Rodgers, Elway, and Montana.
1: So if Drew Brees does win an, M- okay, so I, um, assume- I I
0: think if he wins, I think if he wins, I take out Aaron Rodgers. What, like, like I talk about the most overrated quarterback of all time. Like I appreciate his excellence, but let's go look at Aaron Rodgers' playoff record and what he's done recently.
2: Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Uh- Got to keep that same energy, my guy. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'll, I'll admit, listen, I love Aaron Rodgers. The past couple seasons, he's been disappointing. Obviously, he got injured the first game against Chicago, um, and that's kind of limited him. And then last year, he gets he gets the collarbone injury versus Minnesota, so that leaves him out for yeah, half the year. Yeah,
0: but injuries are a factor. You know what I mean?
1: It's a factor. Oh, no, listen, injuries is a factor, and, and staying healthy is a huge part. That's why we like LeBron and Tom Brady, because, I mean, Tom Brady's had one major injury his whole career, LeBron's had none. So they've been able to be, able on, they've been able to be in the game more. Because they're both on roids, by the way. <laughs> no, <laughs> nah. Brady's just on that vegan diet, you know. You know. Uh, what are we talking about? Damn, I just got sidetracked. Sorry, I do that often. About Aaron Rodgers. Oh, okay, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. F- this whole narrative, of him being the greatest quarterback of all time, started after that, that miraculous run he went when he won six in a row to end the season, and then he won, then he then he went, then he beat the Giants in the first round of the playoffs, and then he had that. Amazing performance versus the Cowboys to get them to the NFC Championship, where they eventually got smacked. So feelings were a little bit high off of that because the throws he was making and how crucial they were was really captivating. So that's why maybe Aaron Rodgers uh, got this praise he has over the past couple of years. But he is in a crucial uh, he's in a crucial moment in his career because his longtime his only coach he's ever had in the NFL, Mike McCarthy, just got fired this week. So whoever they hire next, people saying Josh McDaniels, I'm not buying that. Um, I don't he's, think he's he's gonna have to perform because if it's if he doesn't do well with the new coach, then people are gonna start looking at him a little sauce. Do you agree? I
0: definitely agree.
1: Yeah, uh, Max, we know you're uh, you went to you know you, you don't gamble anymore. You're past that, but we like to do a lock of the week with uh, some of our guests, and we just want to know your lock of the week this uh, this Sunday. Well, it's
0: definitely the
1: Bears, of course. Bear, do we, now? Do you want to double down? Do you want to do Bears money line, or do you want to get the points?
0: I'm I'm taking Bears. You can do minus twenty. I don't
1: give a shit. They're winning the game. All right, Max. This is a lot of fun for your sake. We're not going to talk about the Bulls before you go. We're going to let that uh, go under the carpet. But thank you for coming on, man. This means a lot. I know me and Brandon enjoy having guests. So for sure, if. If, and, if,
0: and uh, David, by the way, I, text, I texted Andy, so he's going to get back to you in like a week.
1: Oh, love it. Got to, Power moves on the side. Look at that. Got to make the connections, you know. Hey, if the Bears win on Sunday, you're more than welcome to come back on the show and tell us how right you were.
0: All right, sounds good. That means I'll be calling Monday morning. <laughs>
1: All right, peace, Max. Right, peace.
0: Man, I love, I love watching the
2: Bears. They're one of my favorite da teams. Bears. The Bears. They're one of my like favorite teams. I just team saying that so. just so I can keep saying da the Bears, Bears. the time.
1: Um, but they kind of, the Bears, they kind of, they're like a knockdown version of the Rams and what they did. They got the offensive coach for the rookie quarterback after he struggled the first year and they're just paying everyone around him besides the quarterback because, you know, he's still on a rookie contract. Yep. But I think the difference between the Rams and the Bears is that the Bears play some real defense, man. They have the second best defense in the league, according to the stats. <laughs> uh, do you think
0: they can win the Super Bowl? Um,
2: uh, no. Yeah. Just because I don't think they have the star power on offense to really carry them. Yeah, but it's they don't like have it's, that guy. It's not a it's like when they had Rex Grossman take him to the Super Bowl. Oh, like even that year it was like, Yeah, they made it to the Super Bowl, they weren't winning it. Yeah. Come on. That was in
1: Miami. That Super Bowl. It was
2: actually. That was I'm when back. Devin Hester brought it back.
1: The two time I, I don't know why I know this, but I remember this is like the, a little fun fact I remember it as a kid. The two times in a national championship or a Super Bowl, the uh, a team returned the opening kickoff. They lost. Ted Ginn Jr. did it for Ohio State against Florida.
2: I remember that. He got hurt. He got, hurt, and yeah, he remember got that hurt. Yeah, because they dogpiled on him. And he like, I don't even It was the stupidest thing ever. And then Devin Hester brings it back against the Colts, and they got smacked. And I just remember watching, specifically watching that 10-git return, and I was like, wow, that was really cool. He's an idiot. He just got hurt. And after that, for some reason, I was thinking, I was like, you know what? This guy isn't that good. Ted Ginn? Yeah. You know who drafted him that year? We didn't draft him, did we? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) With, like, the ninth pick.
1: (laughs) I knew that, too. I remember that. We drafted a wide receiver with the ninth pick. I love it.
2: Miami Not a Dolphin. very
1: good wide receiver either. Miami Dolphins showing model of consistency for the rest of the NFL, aren't they? Well, let's talk, about, let's talk about the AFC playoff picture because this is really intriguing. There's three teams at 6-6, six and six, two teams at, uh, well, the, t- the Titans are at 7-6. and six. They just played last night against the Jags and won. You see Derrick Henry take it 99 yards. That was
2: unbelievable That's with up. a couple of mean stiff arms. Like, he just straight bullied them up the sideline. Dude, he has
1: all the physical qualities to be an outstanding running back, but he just hasn't popped yet. I think that might wins. have
2: been the one, that did it for him. That's gonna be his breakthrough right there. He's here, okay. he's on the scene, just t- like that. He had four touchdowns last. He night. had four touchdowns and 230 yards.
1: Want to hear something amazing? What? My friends, uh, my friend Riley, right guy, mm-hmm. he's uh, he's in the fantasy football semifinals right now, and he started Leonard Fournette and dropped Derrick
2: Henry. That hurts. That hurts a lot. He put up I think 48 points in fantasy. Yeah, and That's Leonard Fournette had five. Unbelievable, dude. If
1: anyone puts up 48, you're you're won- you won.
2: Yeah, I mean you should.
1: Yeah, that'd be bad if you didn't. Well, let's talk about this right now. The L.A. Chargers and the Baltimore Ravens have the uh, two play the wild card spots in the AFC. I do think the Chargers will probably stay there. They're nine and three. Baltimore seven and five. Uh, and then we have Tennessee, Miami, Indiana or Indianapolis, and Denver. Indiana. Yeah, the realistic uh, contenders to get the wa- the last wild card spot. I'm not going to count Cleveland or Buffalo. I don't know why they're in the hunt. I don't know why it's labeled. Buffalo's four and eight, and they said they're in the hunt. They're in the hunt. And I said, well, let's go in order. The Ravens still have to play Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Chargers, and Cleveland. They are playing Lamar Jackson.
2: and They are on a three-game winning streak. Joe Flacco might play this week, though. They don't know he's, against the Chiefs. He's been act well. He's been a full participant in practice all week, but he hasn't been activated to play. Like, I wouldn't him. play.
1: I wouldn't play him. I'd keep. I'd keep. Even LeBron, if he's healthy. Even if he's healthy. I mean, I, like, dude, ride the hot hand.
2: I was going to say you got to stick with the hot hand. I'm like, kind of one of those guys. Like,
1: but... okay, Lamar's arm isn't the greatest. It's
2: also so unbiased for me just because I'd rather watch Lamar play than yeah, yeah, that yeah. bum Joe Flacco.
1: And it, and I, I don't want to be stereotypical but and say, like, oh, all Lamar can run, all he can do is run, but if he can do it well, then run. What does it
2: matter? Yeah, take it while it's going to work. His
1: speed is unreal. I remember he had a little bootleg run play against – uh, Cincinnati, I believe, mm-hmm. and no one could no one could touch him. No, no one could touch him. Uh, I think his arm is good enough for now. I do think he'll develop more as time goes, but yeah, I would definitely keep him in. Definitely, especially because no one want, no one knows what to do with him now. There's nothing like there's nothing you can. Now they can look at tape from the past couple games, but still that playbook it usually is, doesn't take until like playbook. the
2: next year. Yeah Like usually that's when They start catching on To these types of quarterbacks So that's why They should just ride it While it's gonna work Cause next year It won't be the same story Probably
1: Alright well they do Cause so this week They do. They go to Kansas City I do think they'll lose Regardless Yeah I don't think They're winning that game Okay so that would drop Them to 7 and 7 And then they go At Tampa Bay or sorry, They stay in Baltimore Play against Tampa Bay I That's think a dope That's a win 8 and 7 They go to LA To play the Chargers It's a tough game That, that is gonna be Such an important game For them It's gonna be a Sunday night Game at 820 that, that They're going to have to put so much emphasis on Hopefully that game. they do not win that game. I don't think it's going to mean a lot for the Chargers because probably they'll, they'll have their wildcard spot confirmed by then. But,
2: I mean, if they lose that game, what? They go... Yeah, but I mean, the Chargers are only a game back of the Chiefs right now. They can be pushing for the division. Yeah. Which is wild. So the Chargers aren't even a factor if they'll slip out. I mean... No, it's c- that last
1: wildcard spot. It's gonna, That's the there's only the one point... What, yeah. So okay, so I I'm gonna go with my head. I think the Chargers will beat them in LA. I'd go with that as well. And then they play Cleveland at home, and even then, you don't know what Cleveland you are getting. I mean, Cleveland's already beat them for one time. Cleveland's been all over the place. You don't know what's walking into your okay. So at, with them. at at best it's two and two, at or I'm sorry, at best it's three and one. At worst it's one and three. Those two toss up games between the Chargers and Cleveland, we can't definitively say if they'll win or not. So it's gonna come down to coaching, honestly. I don't know.
2: I would appreciate it. I mean, it is gonna be affected by what happens with Flacco and Lamar too. Like you don't no, know how they're true. gonna handle it. I mean, yeah. Uh, let's
1: be. real. I think Lamar is gonna go through some growing pains, and he'll have like a bad game. But
2: that's I think the worry. And He's I hope, and I and I, I, and, really and I, and I, and I hope
1: they don't bench him after they lose against Kansas City because they're gonna lose either I way. I think
2: it would depend on how he plays, though. That's I mean, true. He plays really I mean, Kansas good City is like a Kansas shootout with even, Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas
1: City doesn't even have a good defense. No. Okay, so if it's a shootout and they lose, which I think, yeah, they'll lose. I hope they keep them in because then they play Tampa at home, and Tampa has one of the worst defenses. Tampa has maybe the worst you know defense for the past like twenty. Years. Tampa Bay leads the league in total yards per 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 game. Really? I swear to God, I didn't know that. And I think they lead the league in like total passing yards. So what does that mean? They turn the ball over too much, and they have a bad defense. Yeah, essentially okay let's move on to the next team the Tennessee Titans just played last night they smacked the Jags they have three games left on their schedule they play at New York against the Giants and then two home games to end the season at Washington and Indianapolis Uh, I I don't know what to make of this team because they're a really boring team they have a good run defense
2: I'll give them that uh Mariota's boring, and again, they've been all over the place. They, they lose, went, they beat the Patriots 34 10. Then next week, they get blown out by the Colts 38 to 10. They'll I mean, what lose, are they?
1: lose to Miami.
2: I mean, who, who had they, they like, lost to the Texans by a couple of touchdowns? Barely beat the Jets. Uh, I don't okay. So at the Giants,
1: I mean, uh, I don't know. They lost say to the could, Bills for nothing. Saquon could go for 200 passing and rushing or receiving and <laughs> rushing for all i know uh i do think they'll beat washington at home because it's mark sanchez and their o-line's decimated and ap they should be AP, picking up another
2: quarterback AP had a 90-yard specifically yard... one named cap and apparently it was in the discussion no cap yeah that's what they all say i hate how they just <laughs> toss it out there oh yeah we thought about signing cap like no you didn't you're just you just want to sound good for thinking about it you know it's Make funny. Actually, Adrian,
1: Adrian Peterson had a 90-yard touchdown run and ended the game with 98 yards. <laughs> That's some stat right there. And then they play Indianapolis at home. I'll take the Colts in that game. I'll take the better quarterback. Um. Okay. I'm 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 ruling the Titans out of the playoffs. Just like that. Uh, yeah. I I, I I don't think it's gonna be them. Next, we have our favorite team, the Miami Dolphins. They have four games left on their schedule. They're currently sitting at 6-6. Six and six, uh, Playoff status still alive. Uh, how many times have we found ourselves in this situation? We're like 6th in, is... in the AFC. We're either like a
2: game above 500 and in the hunt. It's every year. It's the same exact thing. They can't tank and get like the really good draft pick, but... They usually don't make the playoffs, and even if they did, they don't have a shot. Like when they got blown out by the Steelers that one year.
1: Oh, well, you know what? We we're, were playing with Matt Moore. I think if Tannehill Hill was in that game, it's a different game. Uh, because I if you remember, so. we had a. Well, Matt Moore got murdered on the field. That um, just would have been Tannehill. After that, after that, um, we had we were like inside the ten right before the second, the first half ended. And I if, do remember that. If actually. we if we scored, it's like a two point game, but Matt Moore fumbled, so. Oh that was the worst so here's the remaining schedule I think we do have the hardest schedule remaining out of any other teams in the hunt we play New England at home then we go to Minnesota then we play Jacksonville at home then we go to Buffalo Um, I'll give my biased opinion or my honest opinion before I go total Dolphins fan it's not looking good Uh, we always like to say that we have New England's number but it's it's like every other year we beat them at home um Minnesota. I mean, the only way we'll beat Minnesota
2: in Minnesota if it's a primetime game because Kirk Cousins... Could not play. a primetime game. It's 1 o'clock. I don't know why you've been telling me it's a primetime game and now I'm worried. No, I'm saying if it is. I don't even think it was. Do okay. we not, did we not have a Monday night game this year? <laughs> no. Why not? I don't know. Don't I, they, guess, don't, I don't, guess they don't, didn't deserve don't, it. I
1: thought contractually every team gets a Monday night game.
2: <laughs> I thought so as well. That is
1: ridiculous. We had one Thursday All night. All we got was the Thursday night. We didn't,
2: we didn't even play a Sunday night. Just a Thursday night. Shows what they
1: think about the Dolphins. Yeah, man, I don't blame them. Um, even with a with luck, it's a toss-up with New England at home. we, uh, I think we'll beat Jacksonville at home because Cody... At home?
2: We're at home? Excuse me? Against Jacksonville? Yes. All right, that's a win.
1: <laughs> okay, so that's the only win. I Just because even...
2: they haven't lost at home yet this year.
1: And you know what? Knowing the Dolphins, we're gonna lose at Buffalo. At
2: Buffalo, that's not an easy game, especially it right December before January. Hits. Yeah. Oh my God. I will say though, I was listening to Teddy Bruschi talk today. You wanna know what he said? He said every year when the schedule came out, when he was on the Patriots, they would look for two things: when their bye week was, and when they played in Miami. Let's go. So I, that got me real confident. You know what he that sounded got me worried. They sounded shook. They're prepared. They're prepared, but it means they're shook. So that's something I like to hear. They know coming into Miami is not an easy ordeal.
1: Okay, so at best we're three and one, and at worst we're one and three. Three and one would leave us at nine and seven. It
2: at best we're four zero. Oh. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> no, I, I all I, I know is if they go four and zero, oh, they have a ninety-three percent chance of making the playoffs.
1: I like those odds, but it's not going to happen, my friend.
2: Moving Just on. Just wait. All right, Indianapolis
1: Colts. They have four games left on their schedule. They, like the Miami Dolphins, are sitting at 6-6. Six and six. They go to Houston this Sunday, then they play at home at Dallas, at home against the Jets, and away at Tennessee. I'm – you know what? I'm going to rule out the Colts too. Why is that? I think they're going to lose in Houston because I love, I love how the Texans have been playing. They Agreed. Can, they can get you on both sides of the ball. They have been on a winning streak. Uh, they play at home against Dallas. Dallas is, you know, we'll get, okay, like, I don't like Pres- Dak Prescott, but Dallas's defense is something real. Uh, what's that guy's name? Leighton Vander hmm. Great linebacker. Sean Lee's coming back this week. Uh, at home against the Giants, I think they'll win that because it's the New York Giants and it's in Indianapolis. And then they go away to Tennessee, and you don't know what you're going to get with Tennessee. So I can't definitively say they're going to win that. I think, I know for a fact, and they'll probably lose this now that I said that, I think they'll, they will beat the Giants, but... The other three games, it's 50-50, and if you want to make the playoffs, you're going to have to at least win three of the last four games, and I don't think they will. All right, so Colts completely ruled out, but the Dolphins aren't? Uh, yeah, the only reason the Dolphins aren't completely ruled out is because of that little glimmer of hope inside my heart that tells me maybe it can happen. Oh, man, I'm down for it. All right, and the last 6-6 six and six team to round off the NFL segment is the Denver Broncos, who are kind of a little streak. Uh f-
2: I did not realize the Denver Broncos were six and six.
1: You know what? They shouldn't be because Ben Roethlisberger shouldn't have thrown a pick on the two yard line. I'm
2: down for that. Though.
1: God, that loser. That fat boy. Okay, so they the remaining schedule is they go to San Francisco at home against Cleveland. They go to Oakland, and then they play the Chargers at home. I think. Hot take, hot take. I wish we had a, I wish we had like so, the sound effects. So like, if I hit hot take, there's a little light. <sighs> You hear the fire coming in the back. Denver Broncos are getting that last wild card spot. <laughs> Ew, um... They're gonna win, beat they g they're gonna beat San Francisco. San Francisco has no obligation to win. Okay. They have three pretty most they have pretty, three, pretty much they, easy they wins. Three, they have three they have three they have three games where they'll be favored. We know that for a fact. They'll they'll beat San Francisco at home against Cleveland. You know Cleveland Baker Mayfield rookie quarterback, Malhouse Stadium against a serious defense. Going up against Von Miller, and uh, who's the rookie they just drafted, Chubb? Yeah. Yeah. I can see them
2: winning that game so easily. Th- th- this will be big. I kind of don't disagree with that.
1: <laughs> they play,
2: okay, in Oakland. The Oak- thing is, they're only going to win three. They're not going to beat the Chargers. They're
1: playing. For- we don't even know that. I the didn't. Broncos have the Chargers number.
2: Oh Okay, never mind. I kind of changed my mind. I thought they already played in Denver. I thought that's where they beat them. They beat them in LA. They beat them in LA. Now they have them in High Stadium. And like and you know what this game might be meaningless for the Chargers. <laughs> Wait, did you know what Keenan Allen said after they lost to the the Broncos? No. Three weeks ago? just said they suck. <laughs> that <laughs> but, was like the first headline that came up when I looked up the game.
1: And that's and that's the last game of the season. The Chargers have may have zero
2: obligation to play that game. Maybe they're they maybe their wild card spots locked up. Wow. You might be right with that hot take, because, I mean, they have the best chance of going four zero.
1: Yes, I think going out of all the teams the... we listed, they yeah. have
2: the most winnable games. Wow.
1: And listen, uh... Case Keenum isn't an awful quarterback. He's not the greatest quarterback. I think he'll get the job He's done. Bang average. But Emmanuel Sanders did just tear his ACL. That does not help the situation. But Philip Lindsay's a monster, and I have him on
2: fantasy, and I love him. <laughs> so you're biased. That's why. You're no, I'm, right. not I'm, biased. Biased. I'm not biased. I'm no, not biased. No, no, I don't disagree. Um, the schedule is looking really light. Hey man. Wow. All right. So Broncos for the 6th seed. And I'm and it hurts me to put them over my my Miami Dolphins. All right. Yeah. So we'll rank the the final teams left to go. We'll have Bronx, Denver. Denver is our pick to make it in. After that, I'd say Baltimore. And then Miami. Miami. Tennessee Tennessee and Indianapolis, yeah. Heard it here first. I I really hope I'm right on
1: this. It's a win-win situation because it's either the Dolphins make it or the Broncos make it. Oh, it's
2: that simple? It's not like Baltimore can make it either? Or the Colts are... Go all in. I'm down with it. (laughs)
1: I want, I, I'm gonna look Sheesh. up the. I'm, you know, I'm still gonna look up the odds of the Broncos making the playoffs. Throw some money on it. I might throw might a little, some money. A little fiver on it. A fiver. All right. It's so that's Hannah. it. That's it for the first half of the show. After the break, we're gonna be talking about all NBA. We're going to be talking about KD's comments against LeBron, and we're gonna pick our all-time starting five because Allen Iverson gave his and it was trash. Uh, Brandon, what you got playing for us?
0: Six men, six men, i I'm undefeated! Six, six, never six, lost! Six, buzz.
1: Six, buzz. You're a buck team, IG. Welcome back to Six Man Radio. I'm your host, David Sanchez, and with me as always is Brandon Angelo.
2: Brandon. Saw. So,
1: <laughs> Brandon, why don't you tell our uh, listeners what you're doing this weekend?
2: What am I doing this weekend? Well, it's Vegas time for me. I'm out, uh, it's Viva Las Vegas. I'm going out to the MLB winter meetings, so, uh... I mean, for me, it's just I'm going to the job fair out there. But I don't know. Maybe I'll pick up some scoops, scoop some people up for an interview or something like that. You might see me breaking some news out while I'm over there. Who you knows? Have to, you have to go Because see... that's where a lot of trades go down and a lot of big-time moves. And then we'll be. I don't know. Maybe I'll break it. Who knows? You should, uh, you should definitely try to go to a Vegas Knights game. That would be wavy. They get rowdy over there. I just want to see the pregame uh, stuff that they got leave. going on. They put on, like, a show. Yeah, there. I love it. Are you staying at Caesars Palace? I'm not playing at... (laughs) I'm staying at Circus or something like that. (laughs) A hostel? Sounds kind of ratchet, I don't know. All right, let's talk about our favorite sport, basketball. There's some... uh... Kind of some controversial
1: comments made by Kevin Durant this week. Uh, I'll just read you this whole quote he gave to Bleacher Report. You give the whole
2: quote because Brown didn't like that he only got part of it. Right. Or he didn't get the context.
1: So much hype comes from being around LeBron, from other people. He has so many fanboys in the media, even the beat writers, just falling over him. I'm like, when horse? That's at you. I'm like, we're playing basketball here, and it's not even about basketball at certain points. So I get why anyone want. So I get why anyone w- wouldn't want to be in that environment because it's toxic, especially when the attention is. BS, attention, fluff. It's not LeBron's fault at all. It's just the fact that you have so many groupies in the media that love to hang out everywhere. Just get out of the
2: way and let us play basketball. What do you make of those comments? What I make of it is that he's not wrong. Do you disagree with that? Uh, I don't think he's wrong at all. Absolutely not. Um, he, he did have uh, more
1: to say about uh, players' roles on the team uh, th- that play with LeBron. Um It depends on what kind of player you are, Durant said. If you're Kyle Korver, then it makes sense because Kyle Korver in Atlanta was the bulk of the offense, and he's not a number one option at all not even close. So his talents benefit more from a guy who can pass and penetrate and get him open. Kevin Love, he had totally changed his game to fit to be a shooter, Durant said, which I think he deserves way more credit for switching his game. Bosh, same way. LeBron is a player that needs to play with guys that already know how they play in the game and shooters. Like young players that are still developing, it's always going to be hard because he demands that ball so much. He demands control of the offense. He creates for everybody.
2: Um, so pretty much what I always say, I wouldn't want to play for LeBron, and people don't like playing for him. He's a bad teammate. Boom. Thank you, Kevin. Not what he was saying. Uh, he's kind of saying that. Here's here's he's like, saying he dictates the way that everyone else plays, and it's like it doesn't matter how what style fits them the best. It's what's gonna benefit LeBron the best. Well, he runs everything.
1: You have to. I mean, yeah, because he he's. On the ball more than anyone else on the team, so the style of play is going to have to run through him. Yeah, but you got to look at what's going to benefit the team the best. I mean, look what happened with the Cavs after year he, year he came back. Obviously, they're
2: they're going to improve because he is LeBron James. But yeah, but I'm saying with the talent that he has, usually they could perform better, and I think it's because of LeBron that they don't. Yeah. Like, I think too often, especially like when he was with the Cavs, like people would always say it's not that good of a team and they're not talented and stuff like that. That was a talented team, I think. He had talent Excuse around me, him. When? When he had Kevin Love. This past year? And Kyrie Irving.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah, they did have a talented team. That's why they swept through the, the playoffs and made it to the finals. It's just they played the
2: greatest team of all time. Yeah, but even after that, people would complain that he didn't have enough talent around him. He, compared to the no Warriors, yeah, compared to the Warriors, yeah, they didn't have enough talent. Pretty much at all times during his career, it's always complaints about he doesn't have enough talent, he doesn't have enough talent. Well, you're gonna get that in the media no matter what. There's always gonna be these generic
1: arguments. Oh, Brady can't move out of the pocket. I don't like him, he's not the greatest quarterback. I mean people just like to hang on to their narratives. Um I do think you have a yeah, point. But it's not a
2: narrative, it's just excuses for him. It's always excuses.
1: I do think you have a point because especially the, the last year, kept in, and especially when Kyrie was there, Kevin Love kind of just transformed into a spot-up shooter and then a rebounder. Uh, I, I, it's So let's go back to the original quote where he said the environment was
2: toxic. Do you think that was a shot at LeBron? No. See, I think that part was more of a shot at like the media hype around it and the way they twist things. Do you yeah, agree? yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was more about Bleacher Report. How only, the media affects teams and their relationships.
1: Bleacher Report only put this part of the quote up on Instagram. They said, "the the portion was I get why anyone would not want to be in that environment because it's toxic." It's taken way out of context. It's like, screw you, Bleacher Report. <laughs> yeah, that is come on as far out of
2: context. First as First of all, you could he's taking go, shots like, at the media. Yeah, hundred. That's what it hundred percent is. You know, and I mean, they proved it. You, so
1: you know, last year. He named Nick Wright and Shannon Sharp by name, because <laughs> mm-hmm. he, he had he had previous comments about like LeBron stands, uh-huh. and he named Shannon Sharp and Nick Wright. I mean, I think with Shannon Sharp, that's just for ratings. Shannon Sharp, I'll never hate on him, but, but that, that's just for ratings, man. Yeah, uh, you Nick think Wright is actually just that. You think insult- Shannon Sharp pitched to his producers like, "Yeah, I'm gonna wear a goat mask with a black and mild in its
2: mouth." Yes, because it seems like he fully enjoys it. <laughs> he. Would... <laughs> Dude, I would do I would the pay black it. and mild in his mouth with the goat mask on had the Hennessy sit next to him He had a towel over there. He he had a candle to light up his black and mild I don't know what that man. Did he on. light it up on you can't light it. He up. tried to
1: yeah There's no way that would fly. I would pay so much money to sit in the production me- meeting before a show for uh, Undisputed Just alright skip. Here's the ridiculous things you're gonna say Shannon Here's the ridiculous things you got to do and go at it. Go, go them, at boys. it. Skip Make sure that you mentioned Ray Allen bailed out LeBron in the 2013 finals. We know you did it yesterday. He did. But you have to do it again. Dude, oh my god. People should always remember that. That's a totally different conversation. Bailed
2: out. Well, as usual. Let's get back to the point. Kyrie did leave LeBron. But... Kyrie left LeBron because he didn't want to play with him anymore. Because he's a bad guy. Well, bad that, guy, LeBron James. That's maybe part of it, but also Kyrie
1: found out that he wasn't being involved in trade talks.
2: And yeah, I think, was, I mean, there was much more surrounding it. But I mean, it was either him. I think it I just mean, plays into like. Other than Dwayne Wade, who else has like, I guess, benefited or stayed the same while being around LeBron? Can I? Uh... Does it have to be a superstar? I can see like Shane, no. So that's what I was gonna Shane say. Shane got be better, like, no, Kyle No, like, more was... like superstars.
1: Um, definitely, Car- I would say Kyrie. Car- Car- yeah, I mean, I don't know about that. Man, let's look at the numbers. Let's give them to look me. Look at the numbers. The numbers never lie, my friend.
2: And I think it's big to look at Chris Bosh and. Kevin Love and well, look to see how they you're, dropped you're off. I'm the just third, saying you're becoming the
1: saying. third option. I'm just saying you're be okay. Chris Bosch had led the Raptors in, in franchise points at, up, up until Demar came, and K Love was a twenty was like double double machine in Minnesota. But so you're going from that to being the third best player on your team. Well, how come that maybe Wade or kind I of agree with you, like but that? it's
2: not just the stats that dropped off; they just didn't look as good. That's fair. I'll give you that. Um,
1: okay, so LeBron went back for the 2014-2015 season. Uh, the year before that, Kyrie was averaging 20. Then he went to 21, 19, and 25. Looks like an improvement
2: to me. Sorry, I forgot to listen. I'm waiting for Josh Sargent to come on. With Verde what were you saying? I was saying <laughs> Kyrie, the year before LeBron joined, was averaging
1: 20. Then he went to 21, then 19, then 25. I would say that's an improvement. What was it the year after he got there?
2: The year after he got there it was 21. And what about the year after that? 19. All right, drop. And that's then after, that's and the that, drop in production, I then see. Then after that? Yeah, he was still a young player at that point, though, and, like, the 25 was just naturally just because he was getting older at that point I mean, when he was and more experienced.
1: The year he was averaging 19, that's when they, uh, made, they won the finals. So maybe LeBron did do something right.
2: All right, I guess Kyrie works.
1: Boom. I can't even look at Dwayne Wade. I said Dwayne Dwayne Wade. But but, Dwayne Wade Wade did take a step back on purpose. Yeah, no, no, no. I agree with that. That's why I didn't include Dwayne Wade in it. That first year, um, it was like a 50 50 split on on who kind of ran the team because Wade Wade was like an MVP candidate the year before LeBron got there in the 2009 season.
2: And then they got to the finals and LeBron just disappeared. That was the worst finals. I Ron remember... Just I don't know where he was. I went.
1: remember crying so much during those NBA finals. <laughs>
2: it's cause Can he you blame me, bro? Gave up I, on you. I
1: hadn't experienced a South Florida championship my whole life. I thought I was going to get it that year. I mean, yeah, Marlins won it in '03. 3 Who cares? The was,
2: Heat won it before that. Oh, in 6 You're right. But I
1: wasn't yeah, it in... It just didn't count. Yeah. I wasn't you're,
2: a, you're just a Brown guy. Nah, you're not a Heat fan. You're a Brown I, guy.
1: No, because I remember... I remember watching the Eastern Conference Finals versus the Pistons that year, and it was the most entertaining thing. But like during the finals, I was in Germany, so I never got really? to watch. I never got to
2: watch it. Yeah, I guess that kinda that's takes away from it. That's
1: why it kind of like slips away from my memory. I still watch the highlights all all day. Still might all be the day. might be the greatest finals performance out of any player. Wade. I agree. We should do okay, next next show. We have to Wade do this.
2: greater than Brown.
1: Next show, we got to do a segment like
2: that. A Dwayne Wade Appreciation Day no
1: we have to do a we should like do who had the best finals, finals performance of all time you could definitely put Wade 06 there it I'm sure I'm sure there's a Shaq it. performance somewhere in the archives that probably put it like 33 and 16 every fucking game <laughs> uh, well let's move on to this reports are saying and I hope this isn't true and I hope this is just LeBron putting this through the media so as
2: usual him just trying to destroy just, just everything just to make
1: Melo feel better Lakers are interested in signing Le- Carmelo Anthony, and I hope this is a lie. You want to know what I
2: say? want to say about that? What? The Oklahoma City Thunder with Melo last year struggled. You would say that, correct?
1: Uh Yeah, they almost didn't make the
2: they playoffs. They almost didn't make the playoffs. You want to know where they're sitting at right now? Aren't they two seed? The two seed. They're 16-7. Oh. All they had to do was get rid of Melo. It was that simple. I should so I should post the photo of PG and Ross now. Yes, you should. Also, I don't know why the Lakers would ever do this. They're trending up in the moment, and they're really starting to yeah, put together. Yeah, dude. I, I I heard some crazy
1: stuff from Chris Broussard. Um, right now they're on pace for fifty one wins. But if they if they
2: didn't start off the year zero and three, uh, they would be on pace for fifty eight wins. Yeah. No, they really they just look like they're gelling out there, and it's finally like they Which have... I mean, I said that was gonna. T- everyone should. Everyone known knows that was that. gonna we, take time. Go look at our show. Five shows ago, we said it was going to happen. That, you know? we've
1: been saying this. Um, yeah, there is a little grain of salt because everything that's going on with the Warriors and the Rockets look so weird.
2: I don't know. This we Western know Conference with them. is weird. It's we'll very get... weird. The Nuggets are in the one spot. The Clippers are over at the three spot. I'm pretty I mean, sure I had the I'm pretty sure I had the Nuggets as my surprise team in the West. The so. Grizzlies
1: are at the six spot. <laughs> that's the most surprising because I remember specifically saying. The, the the Grizzlies were the only team where they didn't have someone I would want to watch. Yeah, I mean it's still exactly. true. I don't care about the Grizzlies. I don't think they'll make the playoffs, even though they're in the sixth seed right now. Uh yeah, man. This 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 Western Conference is looking nuts. I mean, the the Mavs are in the eighth seed. Didn't you say that they couldn't make the playoffs? Yeah.
2: Did I wait? I, could or couldn't? Could. I said they could. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I said said they, I, I said they were a year off. Hey, I even said Doncic was rookie of the year. Go. Uh the Rockets and the Spurs are thirteen and fourteen. Like. Yeah. This is, this is... Yeah, I don't know what's going on here.
2: Even the Kings aren't that bad. 12 and 11.
1: De'Aaron Fox making the next step. I mess oh, with boy. it. Uh, I haven't been watching as many teams in the NBA as I'd like to. It's Just because like, when the Lakers are on, I'm, I'm not watching anything else.
2: I know. That's just where I get a lot of my scouting reports from. Your scouting reports? Yeah, I just I how the Lakers perform against them. Uh, it's when I scout these teams. Do you think any of this matters, though? Uh, I mean... It matters, but not for, like, maybe the Spurs. The Rockets are going to figure it out, obviously, and end up I don't think th- I, I, I don't think that's as obvious as you may seem.
1: I don't think and so. And I remember, and you know what? I'll give credit to my cousin Nick, because when he came on the show, I remember he said the Rockets might not even make the playoffs, and I blasted him for that, and he could be true.
2: It uh, could be true. No, I'm still going to blast him for that, because the Rockets are making the playoffs. I mean, come on. Hey, man, they can't play defense. They can't play defense. Their and offense is even more three-ball dominant. Getting rid of Trevor Ariza was so stupid. Getting rid, of, yeah, dude. I man. just don't understand that move whatsoever. Not getting Butler was a mistake. That is true. You know they're
1: gonna have to give up like an arm and a leg, but do it. Your windows, dude. Chris is not getting younger, man. Your windows closing might be closed. Um. Yeah, probably is. But and the Warriors, since Steph's come back, they've won. They I mean they beat the Hawks. Warriors the- are still Warriors. Don't you worry about them. They beat the Hawks and the Cavs, which games they should win. Steph's been putting up amazing numbers, and he's shooting over fifty percent from three. MVP Steph. Um, I don't think we can give a MVP to a guy who has a team full of four All Stars. I mean, yeah, he's probably playing at an MVP level, and but you know how the MVP award works. Narrative. They're gonna win regardless. He'll be up
2: there this year, though.
1: I mean, yeah, I think he's like third in voting right now. I think it goes, or he's fourth. I think it's Giannis, AD, LeBron, and Steph. Hey, I'm. So, hey, you know what? I'm still sticking with my pick. If the Lakers get like a third seed or a two seed in the West, LeBron's winning the MVP. I would see it too. Yeah. Dude, he's putting the, and the poor the. Bro, and I remember That game against the Spurs. Done. He, was, Bro, he
2: pulled up from. She was he was on. He pulled up from Oregon. Another level. Another level. That was full beast mode LeBron. And you know, Lonzo had
1: it like fourteen to nine that game. I know, but I just wish he could do that every game. He can't.
2: All I am saying is when Lonzo clicks, the whole team clicks.
1: You are right. So that's and, and and I think Lonzo. I I do think the only reason, not the only reason. But I think the main reason why he's still in the starting lineup is because of his defense.
2: He's an he's a great defender. so he's underrated. Defender. I don't think people realize how good of a defender he is.
1: And he's great. Brandon Ingram just went down. Might actually help
2: the team. <laughs> it's messed
1: up. Dude, Brandon Ingram hasn't been playing well this year and we all thought he was gonna be the second option for LeBron.
2: Yeah, but he brought the pause out, so it doesn't matter. Dude, I also <laughs> I
1: still rate him. <laughs> um I heard another crazy stat on TV. Brandon Ingram has put up like over twenty six points since high school once. Over twenty six points. Huh? Or not even, maybe not even at all. I don't think he's how reached how is that possible? I don't think he's reached thirty points. I don't know. It's just he's he's been like yeah he'll give you eighteen but he'll give you eighteen every single game he'll be consistent with that. No, that would be the wildest thing ever. I promise. So you. he's the Ryan Tannehill of basketball. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan Tannehill will give you two hundred and eleven yards, two touchdowns, and one pick. Standard Tanny line. Um, okay, I want to move to this, and uh, I didn't give you any time for research, but Great. I I no, do think just, you yeah, I do think you'll uh, be able to do this just off the top of your head. Allen Iverson recently gave uh, his all-time – or, like, who he would have it as his uh, starting five. And it was Steph Curry, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and Shaq. Don't, I don't know why you have Kobe and Mike on the same team. Um, so I thought I'd give mine. I do agree with him with Steph Curry. Uh, I don't know why. I, like, I wouldn't put – I wouldn't say Steph's the greatest point guard of all time, but I'd still
2: want him. Over any other point guard. Yeah. So it's weird. Shooting guard, I'd go... Oh my God, Josh Sargent, the ginger god has just been subbed on. Bundesliga debut. Thank the Lord Jesus Christ. I am so sorry.
1: Okay. No, you're good. Understandable. Um, at the two, I'd probably go... Uh, let me let me make this more interesting. Okay. I, when we do our starting fives, I want you to name a player in the year you want them. So that specific year.
2: This, I mean, you should have prepared me for this okay, one. Okay,
1: okay. I know, but I can do this off my head because I don't even prepare for this. So I would want 2015-2016 staff that season, the 73-9 and 9 season staff, where he pulled up from the logo against the Thunder with four seconds left. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you there, Same. I'll okay, I want, same I want 2016 Dwayne Wade. Okay. Put his team on the back against the Pistons and the Mavs. Was a model of consistency under pressure. Hit the big free throws. Made the clutch shots in that series. I want 06 Wade. At the small forward, I want 2013 LeBron. When he was one vote away from becoming the first unanimous MVP. We saw his best defensive uh, year that year. Uh, he should, did he win defensive player of the year that year? I'm not sure about that. I'm going to look that up. At the 4, this is where it gets tricky. Because... The power forward's kind of becoming an obsolete uh, position. Oh, my God. Marcus Gasol won it that year? That's ridiculous. My boy. Get that. Get him out of here. Um, At the four. I mean, who would you have at the four?
2: Um, I don't know. Just throw two centers in there. Just have them, one of them play the four. Oh, I'll probably
1: take. Down, I'll though. take. I'll take ninety nineteen ninety five Hakeem
2: Olajuwon. <laughs> okay, that's what I was gonna tell you to do actually. And then I'll take. That being mine.
1: And I'll take two thousand one Shaq.
2: Boom. Best starting
1: five of all time. All
2: right, I think I actually I agree with you on Hakeem and Shaq. I was gonna do the same thing. Steph. And Tw- then what were the other two that you I had? I put
1: 06 Wade in twenty thirteen Braun.
2: I would go twenty thirteen Braun. I don't know if I'd go Wade though. That's just even that's- though it's hard to argue with 06 Wade, it's just like.
1: I mean, you can go two thousand. I feel like Kobe. I would want another shooter on that team, dude. I I mean, I wouldn't have a problem with you saying twenty fifteen Clay. <laughs> I mean, like, dude, if you have Steph and Clay, I might. It's hard to argue against that. The greatest backcourt of all time.
2: Could you throw KD in there?
1: Oh, you can definitely throw him at the four. You can probably just run two. I mean, you can have those two wing players.
2: Okay, so maybe Steph, KD, Braun, Hakeem, and Jack. Shaq squad right there
1: and that's funny because I I, I think you could say that only one of those one of that starting five is considered the best of all time in their position you know LeBron's the greatest center forward of all time we know that Shaq you could say Kareem's better Steph you can say Magic's better you can say Stockton's better even though I wouldn't say that I would say Steph's the the second greatest point guard of all time already I mean if if you're the greatest of all time in one aspect of the game, which is shooting. That's what makes it so <laughs> it's hard to argue impressive, with that. yeah. And he's and you could say uh the way he revolutions the game and he can still
2: facilitate. Hold up. More breaking news. Ginger god Josh Sargent, first Bundesliga goal in his first he's Bundesliga debut just like that. Oh, my, my ginger prince, my sweet ginger god. That's all I gotta say. You can then continue <laughs> on with your point.
1: No, so, yeah, Lebr- LeBron's the only player that's best in his position. If we're doing the you know the greatest of all time in their in the in position wise, he would go Magic, MJ, LeBron. I mean, who's the greatest power forward of all time? I don't even know. Duncan, sorry, huh? Oh, Duncan. there you go. Yeah, yeah. Duncan and, and Kareem. It's hard to argue with the most points of all time and, <laughs> and the most unstoppable shot. Yeah, I like that. Nah, but I like my team way better. Hundred percent. Damn, that was
2: fun. Uh, yeah, you no, talk that about, was a solid squad right there. Do you want to talk about any footy before we go? I mean, no. I mean, I'm just all hyped up about Josh Sargent right now because he might be looking at some solid first team action as we head into the second half of the year. And that's really exciting for me. Just because Verde Bremen has been struggling to score goals. And I mean, that guy knows how to put the ball in the back of the net. Clearly showing that as he played. Only five minutes of Bundesliga action, and Ernie will put one in there. Um, um, all
1: right, so before we go. Do you
2: want to talk about anything? No. Maybe I mean, Man
1: United. No, I'm not talking about that. Are them. you sure? No. I'm not well, I, You don't I want to sure. talk about McTominay?
2: I'm
1: not talking about Scott McTominay. I'm not talking about Maron Fellini. I'm not talking about Marcos Rojo. I'm not talking about Phil Jones. That Rojo
2: masterclass. I'm
1: not talking about anyone on that team. You know why? Because they disappoint me. I hate. I
2: hate. The, the Come on. State. A lineup with Matic, Fellini, Herrera, and McTomney all in there. And Phil Jones. <sighs> when did, when just... did we
1: feel that? Not last game, but the, yeah, the one South before Han- that. Southampton.
2: South <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. With McTomney and Matic slotted in as the center backs. The
1: news came out today that.
2: Pochettino is like the only
1: realistic candidate at the end of the year, and I'm so down. If we can poach that from Tottenham, that's yeah, a dub. That would, that's going to end up being the best decision, and it's probably what they're going to go for. All right, well, you know how we like to end our shows with the lock of the week. I have my NFL spreads up. Nothing I like thus far, but I'll, I'll give you some time to pull them up. Uh, a lot of good games this week. We have the Colts, Colts uh, Texans. We already talked about the Rams and, um, the Rams and Bears. A lot of... Uh, a lot of blowout potential in some of these games we have Ph- oh, Philly Dallas is gonna be a great game No, you know what it's gonna What's be a the real spread in that game? it's gonna be a boring game but it's its implications are huge it's uh, Dallas minus four hmm so
2: what are you liking out of them
1: I like Broncos- minus 6 against the San Francisco 49ers
2: that is not a bad pick I- that's my lock Uh... What's the Panthers' record right now? Oh, no, no. They lost four straight, though.
1: And and Newton just threw, threw four picks against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. As I yeah. mentioned, the worst defense in the league. That hurts. Because um, they're only minus one against
2: the Browns. I wouldn't take that. Stay away from that game. 100%. I'm staying away from that game. I don't even know what I like at it. Wait, the Dolphins? I'm going to take the Dolphins plus eight, realistically, because I don't think it's going to be a blowout, even if they lose. You sure? I think they might win that. I think... I'm gonna be, that's not even my biased opinion. It's just – it's tough for the Patriots to come down and play them. Man, They're not going to blow them out. You know what? Since this
1: – I mean, we'll, we'll try to do one more show next week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go listen back to our shows to get our, our actual record.
2: Yes, please do that. Because I want my Wawa. Both of – I mean, we both have some pretty awful records, so – Oh, I
1: think my worst pick was Dallas minus three. Or We both me. had a couple of
2: bad ones excuse where me, our my team
1: – my worst pick was Jags minus three against the Cowboys, and they lost 40-7. to seven. Yeah, that was the one. That was my worst pick of all time. Oh, I think I also chose Tennessee plus three against the Colts, and they blo- got blown out. You did. You had that one as well.
2: Damn. I, I had I'm,
1: another one. Where maybe I'm losing. One like that too.
2: Maybe I'm not doing well in these. Yeah, you're not. Neither of us are. Don't listen to us. Ever. Ever. You know the Chargers are minus 14
1: and a half against the Bengals? Do you like that line? I don't know. It's a big number. <laughs> That's a pig I, I don't like big spreads like that. Yeah. It's Just, I always lean towards the underdog. Then. I may, I may use then a little teaser. Teaser. Yeah. All right. Well, that is it from Six Man Radio. We will see you next week. But until then, Brandon, peace. fix. fix, fix.